morning and welcome to the ministry and music of First Assembly of God in Trenton. This is Dr. M.D. Anderson. I'm the senior pastor inviting you to worship with us at 945 for Sunday School and family worship at 1040. The evening service is at 6 o'clock. On Wednesday evening at 7, there are activities for all ages. May God bless you now as we lift up the name of Jesus in song and ministry. Finding myself at a loss 
What kind of worshiper are you? The last few weeks we've been looking at what kind of God we have. We have taken a, a look at his nature. We have found that God is indeed the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We have become a little bit more familiar with the aspects of his mightiness. You know God is a mighty God. I believe that we have only began to glimpse his matchlessness, his limitlessness, his knowledge, his person, his works. We have found, haven't we, that his grace is sufficient? Is his grace sufficient for you? I believe that it is more than abundant for all of our sins. He is giving it freely, abundantly. We've looked at the righteousness and the holiness of God, and we have witnessed some of the names of God. Recap just a few. He is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. He is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals us. He is Jehovah Nisai, the Lord who defends us. I'm glad I have a defense in him. He is the Lord Jehovah Imkadesh, the one who sanctifies us. I need to be clean. He is Jehovah Shalom. I see the gentle shepherd walking us in pathways of peace. We know what kind of God he is. But what kind of worshiper are we? You see, it's good to know that God is a certain way, but we need to know what kind of worshiper we are. What is the definition of worship? Worship, the noun, means reverence, devotion, intense love, admiration, admiration, indicating greatness of character, honor, and worthiness. Worship, the verb, means to adore, love, admire, esteem, honor, exalt, glorify, magnify, bow down in reverence. From these definitions of worship, we get a, a concept, an initial concept that worship involves emotion and conscious decisions on our part. It, it will draw us to action. Worship is an intense activity. It's something that, that we cannot just sit idly by and be worshiping. It involves us. Worship involves you. There's a similar word that we use quite often, and we use it synonymously, praise and worship. What does praise mean? Praise, by definition, the noun means appreciation, recognition, acclamation. The verb means to applaud, to commend, to give thanks, approve, admire, originally, to set a price on or a praise. So when we praise God, we have set a, a price on. We have appraised His value. Is God worthy of our worship? Is God worthy of our reverence? Is God worthy of our recognition? Is God worthy of your appreciation? When we combine the concepts of praise and worship, we come to an idea that we set a proper value on God. I understand in, in our society, God has been diminished to just a name. 
But God is a person. He is an awesome person who is worthy to be bowed down before and adored and to give honor to and to praise and to worship Him. I believe we've only started to understand the magnitude of the value of who God is and what God can do and what God, what God eternally will be to us. We, we have only got a glimpse this morning, just a, a very small glimpse of, of what God is and the worthiness of our God. And I think we have... We have fallen very short of giving him the appreciation and the worship and the praise that is due his holy name and the works that he has done for each of us collectively and individually. He needs, he needs and deserves your worship this morning. What kind of worshiper are you? First of all, be a God worshiper. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 3 says, You shall have no other gods before me. Do you know that God is a jealous God? And that God wants you to worship Him. Who have you come to worship? It's so very easy for us to focus our affections on other things, our love on other things. We admire other things. We esteem them highly. We have lifted them up. They are exalted to our hearts and lives and to our minds. God has, has given us so many wonderful things that we, we do esteem highly. Thank God that we have those things in our life. I would hate to live a life with everything in my life that I hated. And God is not really asking us to hate everything in life and hate everyone in life. What He is asking for is that we love Him more than anything else. That He takes number one in our life. That He is first in our life. We all realize our need for family. We realize our career is vital. We understand that without a few possessions in life, life would be empty and would be most difficult. And we know that we have to take care of this body. We have to take care of ourselves. Yet God has required that none of these things should be first place in our life. Be a God worshiper. All of our praise and our worship belongs to Almighty God. Not to your family, not to your career, not to your possessions, and not to yourself. It is God. It is God who deserves our worship and our praise. You see, God gave you your family. And without God giving you your, you your family, you would not have a family. It is God who has given you your career. He is, he is the engineer of our lives. He is the one who has ordained us and set things in order for us. The purpose for our lives is in His hands. He's the one who has set a purpose for us. You see, God has opened doors. If He had not opened doors for your career, do you think you would have had the success that you have had? You may, think, you, you may have inflated yourself to a point that you think 
that you were smart enough to get there on your own. You may have thought that you were wise enough to to cause it to happen, but friends, I, I find from my Bible that it is God who opens doors. It is God who blesses us. In fact, the Word of God says that we have nothing that we have not received from Him. As great as all of the blessings are that we have in life, when you set them beside God, they appear like rubbish. If you really appreciate God for who He is and value Him for the cost, the value, the appraisal that He has, friends, God God deserves all of our praise and all of our worship because He is, He is worthy, He is holy, He is good, He is righteous, He is our God, He is King of kings, He is Lord of lords, He is a mighty God and worthy of all praise. If God is small enough for us to understand, He isn't big enough for us to worship. I want us to consider once again this morning just briefly who God is. You see, He's big enough to guard the young. He's wise enough to answer every question. He's strong enough to right every wrong. He is the defender of the weak. He is the avenger of the abused. He is the comforter of the oppressed. He is the healer of the sick. He beautifies the barren. He restores the failure. He mends the broken. He forgives the sinner. He raises the dead. He is almighty. He is all-knowing. He is all-sufficient. He is everywhere present. He is higher than the high. He is mightier than the mighty. There is no one like Him. So when you begin to worship, you need to rightly understand who the Lord our God really is. What kind of worshiper are you? We should be a right worshiper. How can we be a right worshiper? Encounter God. He seeks it. Love God, He commands it. Adore God, He is worthy. Thank God, we need it. Surrender to God, we belong to Him. We must have a personal encounter with Almighty God. We must invest ourselves, everything that we have in Him. We need, to, we need to do what we need to do to find Him and to come into His presence. Do what you need to do in your life to have a personal encounter with God. Seek Him. Seek Him with all of your heart. God has promised that He's not far from any of us and He wants to draw near to you. God wants you to find Him. We must love the Lord our God with all of our hearts. The Bible says with all of our mind and with all of our strength. This is something God commands. But friends, it's not enough just to love somebody because they command it. You need to love God because He is worthy of your love. Love Him because He first loved you. Love Him for what He has done for you. We must adore God because He is worthy of our adoration. Consider all of the wonderful things that He has done for you. And we began to think about how great they are. What a a wonderful blessing it is that God has given us these things. We must be a worshiper of God. To be a worshiper of God, we must be a true worshiper, number three. If we're going to fight for the liberty to worship, we ought to make use of that liberty. Most of us in this room are thankful for the liberty that we have. But are you taking full advantage of it? 
It is a joy and a privilege for us to be able to come to church without fear. Oh, what a joy it is that we have such liberties in the United States to be able without fear to raise our hands toward God, to lift Him up and adore Him. If we have this liberty, and we do, we ought to take full advantage of it. We ought to do everything that we can to, to take full advantage every day to give God the worthy praise that He deserves. Be a true worshiper. John chapter 4 verse 23. It says, Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit. And His worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. A true worshiper worships in spirit. True worship is not flesh. True worship is not law. True worship is not feelings. True worship is not understanding. Spirit is the exact opposite of material and earthly. So if we are worshiping only in flesh, or because we are commanded, or because we are titillated, or we have certain feelings, or because of our understanding, and we come to grips with certain things, and we worship. Friends, worship is something that involves the Spirit. It is something that the Holy Spirit within the born-again believer. The Holy Spirit causes worship to come out of us. It is from the Spirit of God inside of your spirit that true worship envelops the room and envelops our life. It takes charge of us. We need to worship in spirit, even though it's commanded, even though God is worthy, even though others do it, even though we have been raised to do it. Worship must come from our spirit. Be a true worshiper means to be authentic, to be pure, to be focused on Jesus Christ. True worship takes into account everything that we know from God's Word. That's a big statement. True worship takes takes us out of the arena of what others are doing or what others are thinking. Somebody else may be worshiping God a particular way and you think that I have to worship God the way that they worship. No, you don't. You need to be a true worshiper and worship God as the Spirit inside of you directs you into worship. It comes from being washed and cleansed, knowing that your heart is pure, knowing that your, your life has been changed. It comes from thoughts and concepts and ideas. This is where pure worship, it, it, in, it comes from inside of you. A true worshiper, according to the Word of God, must worship in fullness. Psalms 100 tells us to worship with our voice. Psalms 96 Verse 1 and 2 tells us to sing in worship. Psalms 150 tells us to play instruments when we are worshiping. Psalms 47 verse 1 and 2 tells us to clap our hands in worship. Psalms 134 and verse 2 tells us to lift up our hands in worship. 
Psalms 24 verse 3 through 6 tells us to stand in the holy place and to worship God. Psalms 95 verse 6 and 7 tells us to bow down and kneel before the Lord our maker. Psalms 136 tells us to give thanks unto God as worship. Psalms 134 in verse 1 says lift up your hands in prayer. These are all forms of worship. I could in no way this morning give you a complete list of what it is to worship in fullness because there are so many things that the Bible says about worshiping God. I want to take advantage of everything that the Bible says about worshiping God. Now, I know some people want to get by with just the least that they can, but I'm just the opposite. I want to worship God in fullness. I want to worship God with musical instruments. I want to worship God with song. I want to worship God with dance. I want to worship God with my voice. I want to worship God with a loud voice. I want to worship God any way that I can, every way that I can. How about you? Amen. What are the results of genuine worship? Genuine worship produces humility. Genuine worship produces freshness. Genuine worship produces Christ-likeness. Genuine worship brings the power of God. Genuine worship brings unity. Listen to these again. Genuine worship produces humility. We have come into the presence of Almighty God. And we have recognized and we appreciate his awesome glory and power. It is in that sense of coming before the one who is greater than we are that we are humbled in the presence of God. That is an attitude of worship. Genuine worship produces refreshing. There is nothing as refreshing as coming into the presence of God. When your worship is true worship, when your worship is genuine worship, you will, you will be refreshed in the presence of the Lord because in His presence, the Bible says, is fullness of joy. At His right hand is pleasures forevermore. Think about it. Genuine worship produces Christ-likeness in us. I've noticed this in my own life. When I really enter into worship, when I really get close to God, that sense of humility that comes from being in the presence of God always causes me personally to sense my deeper need of Christ. And it draws me into a deeper relationship with the Lord. Because when I appreciate who He is, and what he has done for me. I want to get closer to him. I'm like Moses. I've known him before. But I want to know more of him. I'm not satisfied with where I've been. I want to get closer to Almighty God. Genuine worship brings us into the power of God. There's something about when you start exalting the name of the Lord and you start sensing how great and how awesome He is. There's something about that, friends, that causes you to sense how powerful this being that is God. How powerful He is that He could by His word speak and worlds would come into existence. That He could cause all things that are to be done by the power of His spoken word. Think about it a moment. It causes you to appreciate the power of God. Oh, I want to know the power of my God. 
One thing that I've noticed, you see, when we really worship, it brings us into unity with God and with one another. Because when you really are in genuine worship, you really don't care what anyone else is doing. It really doesn't matter if someone else is raising their hands or someone else is kneeling and crying. It doesn't matter what others are doing. The thing that matters to you is that God is receiving your worship, that He is receiving your praise because He is worthy. It says in Psalms 31 and verse 1, Sing with joy to the Lord, for it is fitting to praise Him. I want to praise him and lift him up because he is worthy. I want to give him all of my praise. There is no one like the Lord our God. Amen? Has he done anything for you? Has he ever healed your body? Has he ever supplied a need? Has he ever ever rescued you from disaster? Has he ever been there when things went wrong and he showed himself to be a strong friend and a helper for you? Has he ever been your guide? Has he ever been your shepherd? Has he ever been your Lord? Has he he ever? He is worthy of your praise. Lift him up. Lift him up. Give him a worthy praise. God, you are the good God. You are the holy God. There is none like you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, there is no one like you. We worship you. We magnify you. Father, we adore you. We give you praise, almighty God. I trust you have been blessed by the words of inspiration and encouragement. It is the goal of First Assembly to minister to you at your point of need, to bring people to Jesus, to develop them to Christ-like maturity, and equip them for life. This is a place of worship, study, service, and fellowship. Come and worship and magnify the Lord with us at 1107 East 11th Street, where there is a place for you.